Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Do you know what people see when they Google you? Search engines don't always get it right, and when they're wrong, it's your reputation on the line. So what do you do when you don't agree with your search results? Call Reputation Defender at 855-432-4905. Reputation Defender is one of the most trusted names in online reputation repair. We have over a decade of experience in fixing people's search results, and we can help you too. Using cutting-edge approaches, Reputation Defender pushes unflattering information down to lower pages of your search results, where few people ever look. We also promote the good stuff so that it rises to the top, letting you put your best foot forward. Your good name is too valuable to leave to the whims of a Google algorithm. You owe it to yourself to take charge of your reputation. Visit www.reputationdefender.com or call 855-432-4905 for free advice on your situation. That's 855-432-4905. Hi, how can I help you today? As a McDonald's employee, you say those words quite often. But how about when you need help, like consulting a doctor? Hi, how can I help you today? When you work for a McDonald's restaurant, we take care of you like family. With free virtual doctor's visits, including getting prescriptions and refills for you and everyone in your family. Apply today at careers.mcdonalds.com and find out more. The benefits described herein are only available at participating restaurants. The Fearless Curious Soul, Goldilocks Productions presents The Deep Weaving, connecting you to your soul show. This is Suzanne Wyman, The Deep Psychic. Welcome. Thank you for joining me today. And please think about the commentary that you relate to today, and I want you to feel included and know that if this conversation resonates to who and what you are, then you are part of something greater than yourself. The universe is connecting to you and is answering your questions. So, <clears throat> so good to have you here today. So great to have a conversation with you. And I really do appreciate uh, you listening in. And remember, you're welcome to call in and join the conversation if you so desire. The uh, phone number to call in is 206-806-9965. The Deep Psychic Reading, Connecting You to Your Soul, and uh, it's Thursday afternoon. So, today's conversation is um, more about teaching and showing somebody how to use their gifts, their talents, and their capabilities um, in order to demonstrate their own intuition, their own psychic ability. Um, and I'm going to be bringing on somebody who I've known for a really long time, but I hadn't really spent any time trying to figure out how to apply what I knew was her spiritual gift and how to apply it to intuition. I have a lot of training and a lot of education, 
And then, of course, I have a lot of experience. I've been doing this since 1982. Uh, my grandmother taught me a lot of things about some of the basic pieces of getting psychic information. She taught me how to read feet. And she taught me how to read um, cards with a regular deck. And she had some other friends that were interested in things that would be fall into the grouping of, um, I guess you would say, metaphysical learning and education. So um, I don't always think of myself as the very best um, <clears throat> teacher because I really believe that people already um, know what it is that they know, and, you know, they should be able to do it. But I find that if I do um, work with somebody and show them how to get the information themselves, it has lasting results. And I learned how to do past life regressions, and I really believe in regressing a person and letting them get their own dates, times, places, and names so that... Um, <clears throat> That's a great question. Are you more of a spiritual awakener? I think sometimes that is my role in life, and I think that's what I end up doing uh, in groups, um, working with people and, and creating change within the group. So, um, fabulous question. <clears throat> so let's see if I have Tara here, um, and let's uh, bring Tara on for the conversation. Tara, there you are. Hi, how are you? Really good. What a great voice you have. Thank you. You too. Oh, good. Hi, Stan. How are you? Hello. I'm fine. <laughs> right here. Oh, fabulous. Okay. So, Tara, why don't you introduce yourself and talk about uh, your spirit guides. Just start a general conversation for us. Okay. Uh, my name is Tara Fries, and um, I have... I, I have many spirit guides. My main spirit guide is Roger. Okay. And I first met Roger probably 17 years ago um, because I was reading a, a book by, I'm, I'm not sure if I'm going to pronounce the name correctly, but it's Shakati Gawain. Oh, anyway, uh, she, she does create... Okay, she does creative uh, visualizations, and yeah. in there it said how to meet your spirit guide. So yeah. I thought, wow, let's let's give this a shot. Let's try this. And uh, so I followed what she said, and sure enough, uh, there was Roger, and I could <laughs> see him, I could visualize what he looked like, everything mm -hmm. about him, and he has been with me ever since, as well as as well as others. You know, um, Roger is the one that I mainly speak to and speak about. I, I kind of see him as kind of the high commander with others that he's directing. I'm not sure if that's correct or not, but in my mind, that's how I see how I visualize his his work. And uh, Roger, I can describe him. He is an older gentleman, um, British, and he looks like he's a throwback from probably the. Uh, late 1800s with a top hat and tails and, um, you know, a cane, and he's got um, longish white hair, and he's just very distinguished looking. And um, he, is, uh, he is my spirit guide, like very. I said, as well as many others. <laughs> so so yeah. tell me how many spirit guides you believe that you work with in any given year. Don't stick to a day or a month, but talk about oh. the year. How many? It's okay. a huge number, and this is part is. of your talent. So let's talk about it. You've got to be okay with it. I'm going to say probably 15 to 20. I think it's more. You know, and I, I, and I believe most people have an average of six. At least that's what I've read. But, but mine seem to be around the 15 or 20. And when oh. I go into a into my uh, my safe zone where I uh, do my cre uh, visual visualization and, and create, a lot of times there are more that are there. And sometimes when I visualize, I can see the whole, um, I don't want to say person, but the whole being. 
Sometimes it may just be two or three uh, hands that are reaching out to me for to to show me that they're there. You know, there's different there's different things. Sometimes it's like a party. <laughs> you know, so um, and I know that they're all there surrounding me and and loving me and and there to help. Okay. Okay. So my estimation was is that there was 28 to 32 of them that worked with you on a regular okay. basis. Okay, that, that, that is, I, I think that, that a lot of times, you know, just on a, a certain situation, there might only be, you know, like maybe 15. And I, like I said, I see Roger at the helm, and then uh-huh. these are others that come in depending on what's needed. Is, is it health, or do I have a goal that I need to be helped with, with achieving you know, uh, do I need protection? Sometimes maybe I need a lot of protection. There needs to be two or three there, you know. Okay. Um, so I, I I believe that that is the case. Okay, really good. Okay, so do you have any doubt about your conversations with the people that are um, that are your guides? Do you have any doubt whatsoever? Because before I do this, before I do this little process with you, I have to be absolutely certain that you are not in any doubt, any conflict, or anything unresolved about this conversation because it hinders No, nothing at all. I can tell you right now, nothing at all. I love my guides. And, you know, I I think, and, and your guides' relationship needs to be nurtured just like any relationship. You need to spend that time with them. You need to sit you know, put aside some time to talk to them. And, you know, guides will not step in necessarily unless they're invited. You know, they respect boundaries. So you have to make sure that you let them know, hey, I need this help and I I need it now. Just, you know, it's really interesting. Like a few minutes ago I was upstairs and I thought, I think before before this call I'm going to get out my creative visualization books. What was her name? So I went to one of our bookshelves. And I was searching and searching and searching, and I thought, well, here I am. I'm going to talk about guides, and I don't even talk to my guide saying, can I, I, I need a little help. You know, I think this would be helpful. Can you help me find, find this? And you know what? I immediately, it was just right, like right there. I'd been looking at the shelf for 10 minutes, and all of a sudden, there it was right in front of me, you know. So, <clears throat> so first of all, I've talked to you probably for um, kind of a long period of time. I've always heard you talk about your guides, but truthfully, I'm, I'm one of those people that just simply puts my my head down and goes to work. I really mm-hmm. rarely have enough time to actually sit and contemplate something. But after we had a conversation, I thought, you know, this is really this is really long overdue. I really need to take and give this some time, and I need to sort of reflect back on the information that I have about you, and um, and I just do this um, sort of process where I, I think of the person and then I think of the conversations because I don't think of conversations I have with people afterwards. I'm very careful to turn it over to God and turn it over to the process of prayer because I believe even the process of another person thinking about what your conflict is or what you're trying to resolve could impede it. So I'm extremely careful not to think about people that I've done readings for. Very careful about that. But I sat down and it's kind of like, if you can imagine a series of snapshots moving really fast. And it's like, you know, hundreds of a second. And each one of the images sort of came back to me. And the story that came back to me when I sat down and did that was a story of your guides and how many times we had talked about your guides. The guides that help Mm -hmm. you with creativity and and the guides that help you with your health issues and and different guides. So I'm going to ask you a very personal question, and if you don't want to answer it, you don't have to you don't have to answer it. But okay. what do you what do you believe is the one thing? Because you're supposed to be a master manifester. That's what you're supposed to be, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? I mean, that's your that's right. what your story is about. You know, overcoming the things that you've overcome in your life in order to right. live the life that you're living, and you're, you're supposed to be this master manifester. So what do you believe is the thing that is preventing allowing that flow to enter into your life and turning you into a master manifester? 
Boy, I think it's just being open, you know, open really? to, to, and, and your, your, as far as, I mean, that's something that's hard for me to, to, I, 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 yeah, I can't think of anything else. I think it's just being open to, to what happens, open to the, 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 the fact that you do have spirit guides, that they are there to help, that you have, yeah, I mean, I believe, I believe everybody has this has this ability. We're all given it. You know, yeah. it's just a matter of opening yourself up and and believing and accepting the um, accepting the answers, accepting the the uh, what where they're leading. And and it's also again, I go back to spending the time because unless you put in the time, how can you recognize that voice? that that small voice that's telling you or talking to you. You know, I think a lot of people would want to would would say, Okay, I'm gonna to talk to my guides and they, they throw something out to the to the universe and then you just sit back and you just wait for it to happen. You know, that's I think that's probably the what how most people view it and see it. But you have to be looking for those those um, the guidance you have to be looking for the ways that uh, they are speaking to you that it manifests itself okay and don't give up either don't put it out there once and then say okay I did it that's it you know you have to sometimes ask several times and sometimes if you think you're not getting an answer you can always do a few other things like uh, like writing two pins you you write what you're looking for and then with the other pin that will be your guide's pin. You pick it up, and then whatever comes to mind, that's what you write down. You know, okay. and you have to be um, accepting of and willing to open yourself up to to that being that being the way. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna di- I'm gonna I'm gonna digress through two pieces of material, and then I'm gonna come back to the conversation, which is the class with you. Okay. Okay. So. Um, in the 1940s, there was a great author. His name was Harold Sherman, and um, he says you are. The title of the book is "You Are Psychic," and so mm-hmm. <clears throat> in that book, he talks about the process of doing an automatic writing. And automatic writing is a um, no-no. So I just want to make sure for people that are listening to this that we're not talking about automatic writing. Automatic writing. No. Is when you no, 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 no. Right. Okay, so let me explain it for one second. So the automatic writing is you sit down and you sit in a process and you relax and you let go. And Harold Sherman's wife was really, really good at it. I mean, she was really good at it. And um, she would sit down and she would allow herself to go into what would be considered a, a hypnotic state or a trance, but basically an altered state, and then she would start writing. Now, if you only do this for yourself, generally speaking, it's not a problem. But a lot of people aren't trained, educated, or formulated enough in their process of how they start it, getting rid of their negative thinking, making sure they're safe, and then doing it that they leave themselves open. And the, the theory that he attached to it was he said, it, doing it on writing is like taking and opening your back door and opening your front door, and everybody who walks down your street walks through your front door and then walks out your back door. Uh-huh. 99 and 9 tenths percent of the time, no bad person is ever going to walk through, but it is right. that one bad person that is the problem. So this is not an automatic writing. This is a skill, no, no, no. formulated, well-directed, disciplined activity that you use for access. Right, right. And right. and I don't even use that. I was just putting that out there as an idea for somebody who felt stuck like I I feel like I'm talking to my spirit guides but I'm not getting an answer. Is anybody there? You know, right. is somebody listening to me? It, it is a great tool. It's a very very good mm-hmm. tool and I like it very much and I just added mm-hmm. the cautionary story because That's good. Yeah, okay. So a lot of people that are reading and doing books, they think that um, they're reading the material and doing the books and stuff like that. They believe that this material is all brand new and that they are the ones who have, you know, touched into it and 
everything else. But this material has been written about for thousands and thousands of years. It's ancient knowledge. Um, it's just rewritten and redone and repackaged and put back together. Only now, because we've entered into the age of Aquarius, it has a greater um, acceptance. It has more understanding. It has more ability to be um, with more people and be more receptive. So here's the second point. I really think, I mean, I know I, I always try and sort of think about this, but you spend time, I think, in Montana vacationing. Is that right? Yes. So the first thing when you started talking about your guides, I realized that you have a really important past life memory at, in that location, and that's why you go back there, and that's why you enjoy it so much. Okay? So those are my okay. two pieces of information for you. So now oh, we're going to cool. go to I class. Like okay. 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 Okay, so now we're going to go to class. So <clears throat> what I want you to do, are you in a place where you're comfortable and you, you're relaxed and you can sit down? I am. Okay, great. So what you're going to do is you're going to take and ask your spirit guides to come forward. And this is your method of um, doing an intuitive reading with people. So an intuitive okay. reading doesn't always guarantee that the individual that you talk to is A, open and receptive, B, um, is open and receptive to your guides, and C, that the person is willing to accept the information. So I believe you mm -hmm. are absolutely correct that it does relate to openness. It really does relate to openness. You're correct in that. And it's funny, I would have mm -hmm. never have thought of that. And so what you're going to do is you're going to ask them to come forward and join you in this conversation. Okay. So, so they come forward, and I can see them. They've come forward, and, and I, can see, mm -hmm. I can see Roger. He's, he's, okay. he's, he's, he's quite dominant. Okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. So, now, so now what you're going to do, and this is probably a piece of material that is not familiar for you, and I'm taking okay. a huge risk in thinking that I can teach you how to do it, but I believe I can, so why not try? Uh, okay. <laughs> you know, why not? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so I'm going to tell you that you are, I, I've given my guides permission to talk to your guides, okay. and now, you, now you're going to use your guides and you're going to ask them, what is the most pe important piece of guided information I need today in my life? Okay. So do I no. do this just like verbally no. so everybody can hear? You can do it silently. You can do it out loud. It, it's fine. It's just how comfortable you are with the process. I'm completely oh, okay. open. I'm completely okay. resonating with you. I'm joined with you in this harmony, and we're working together uh, we're co-creating a connection with one another to assist mm -hmm. you to understand how to use this as part of your divination tools. Okay. I bet. Okay. okay. And what's the answer? I keep seeing grandchildren. Okay. So that's that I, um, I have two children, and I have not uh, mm -hmm. received any grandchildren. My son is 41 and my daughter is 33 so I have not received any grandchildren so mm -hmm. anything else you know I mean I do have that affirmation up in my office that says you know that your dreams are um, your spiritual inheritance and they are your children of the future so I do look at my dreams and uh, working on my dreams as the same sort of process that you put into raising children that's true. <laughs> you know, it could also be your dogs. <laughs> well, I I love my I love my dog family, but the work um, the work with children and your dreams is a lot more than animals. Animals, you you get limits, right? So okay, that's so a, okay. that's a that's a really great answer, and thank you for the message. Now I'd like you to ask if there's anything else. Is there anything else? Yeah, you know what? I, I keep getting an answer that I should be doing more helping, giving. And it's not clear how. I mean, it just keeps popping up, you know, that you, you should be doing more. But I'm not okay. sure exactly what more is. 
Okay, so ask. What is more? Well, you know, that's what I keep. Well, I, I, I did. I said I didn't understand, and and like I said, the, the what comes up is is more, more in, in either helping or, or giving somewhere. And I'm not sure. And I and I don't mean giving just monetarily. I just mean giving of of myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like in like in helping, and that's that's kind of all I. That's all that so I'm seeing. Let's go back to the openness equation here in this okay. learning curve, Tara. Okay. Okay. So I asked okay. you in the beginning, I said, what is the, what is the one thing that you believe is preventing you from being the master manifester that you are, you know, that is part of your destiny? What is it that you're supposed to be doing? And what, what would, is the one thing that you would see as preventing you? So as soon as you, as soon as you exchange the information, you close, you close the door so it is openness so openness is an interesting process when you work as an intuitive what ha- mm-hmm. what people don't understand is that when you sit down with somebody who's intuitive and they ask you a question which doesn't really seem to fit with what you were thinking about because it never does people are very unaware <laughs> of what they're putting out as far as information the first right. question that a psychic asks you often makes the person very unaware, which in turn makes them very defensive, which makes them mm-hmm. closed off. It changes the openness. And generally speaking, generally speaking, not always, I find that I drop that point. But it always turns out that my very, very first remark, my first observation, my first question, my first insight is the piece that leads to the story that tells us where the pattern is that has blocked the opportunity that is preventing the individual from expressing their complete and full potential. Okay? Huh. Okay. So so your openness has uh-huh. an you have an element of fear attached to it that if you're and and this is a guided process with you, so I'm asking you to go back in Ask okay. your guides to come forward. Make yourself receptive and open. And sometimes, in an ex- in a in a exchange of energy and in a conversation between um, the person who gives the reading and the person who does the reading, there's a um, there's like has to be some sort of um, affinity. You have to be in the same reality. You have to have communication. But it is affinity, reality, and communication that create the bond, which create the openness, which creates the willingness to do the work in order to get the insight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so it's interesting because I already got the answer on, on that. <laughs> and and the, the answer for me was that, see, I'm, I'm such a creature of habit that all of a sudden, things will change and I won't be in my comfort zone. Mm. You know, it's like, oh, man, I got, I got to leave the house and go do that. I was so comfortable sitting here and reading, you know, <laughs> or something mm-hmm. like like that. So all of a sudden your your comfort jo- zone sar- starts to change, you know. Okay. And for okay. me, that's a little harder. A lot of people love that. Like, yeah, let's go tackle something new, you know. Um, that's a little more difficult for me. Okay, so let's talk about your comfort zone. Your comfort okay. zone, your comfort zone is simply, is you know, it's it's habit, it's routine, and it's known. Mm-hmm. But being out of your comfort zone and experiencing fear because you don't really know what's going to happen, fear right. isn't real. Fear is just is just there, and right. when you when you feel it. You're like, okay, I feel that fear. Okay, so I work in public, and I have to walk up to a table and introduce myself and ask people, would you like to have a reading? And, um, you know, over and over again. And it's physically painful for me to do that. And I've been doing it since 98. (laughs) So, and and you would think at a certain point that it would have gone away, but it hasn't. And so what do, I, what do I really think that is? I don't really think it's anything. It's just who I am and how I'm wired. So right. in, in that process 
of what they've given you is the information. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you through it. And here's the other part that I notice is is that you think that you have the answer, and I think that you still need to understand the full answer in order to get the benefit of the work. Okay. So okay. Okay. So you you kind of you have you have enough training to be doing this, but you're not doing this. And it's my quest to take you through this piece of material in order to take you to the point that you can actually do this. So you're not asking questions about yourself any longer. You're asking questions about me. It's not about you. It's about me. It's one of the first skills that um, psychics need to practice. Psychics, intuitives, light workers, awakeners, whatever you want to call it, don't talk about don't talk about yourself when you're doing your work or as little as possible. Um, you know, it's just... It's just it's just training, okay? So okay. what you're going to do is you're going to take and you're going to go back and you're going to ask your spirit guides to come forward okay. and you're going to ask them, each one of them, for their own little message. And you're going to trust that each one of them has something to share with you. And then you're going to give each message, oh, this, this is so-and-so and this is what they said. You'll find that the story comes together, but I need to take you from... I need to take you from a uh, simple reading with a good message to an mm-hmm. advanced reading with a complete message. Okay. Okay, you can do it. Okay, so uh, do I do it right now and then give you the answer? Yeah, you do it out loud. Okay, so spirit guides, please come forward and give me the answers that I need to know. About Suzanne. So, Roger just said I'm not bold enough. Okay, so let's be bold. We're going to be bold right now. You're going to be bold in doing this reading with me. Um, Tara, you can't say anything uh-huh. that will hurt me. You can't say anything that will offend me. And I've given my oh, guides no. permission. I've given my guides permission to talk to your guides. So you're going to give okay. me messages about me. Oh. Oh, they're, they're giving me messages about you? Yes. Oh, I asked them for messages to me. Okay. So that's um, I kind of, yeah, that's kind of like the, the disconnect in the conversation. I wasn't clear about that. I'm sorry. So if you're going to do this for people and be of service to them, you have to get really comfortable. First of all, you're working with my guides. Your guides are working right. with my guides. And your guides are going to give you the information from my guides because we're pretending for this teaching exercise that I don't know how to connect with my guides and I need you to be my facilitator and take your guides, connect to my guides, and give me that information. Okay. You're the, you're the facilitator. You're not talking about I, yourself. Okay, okay. Now, uh, now I'm getting it. Now I, now I get what's going on. Okay. Okay. Okay, so spirit guides, please, please give me the answers that I need in order to to tell Suzanne. Very good. Okay, so Roger. A little pen and paper helps. I I've got it right here. Now, Roger just said directfulness, and I don't know what that means. Do you know what that means? I do. So continue okay. on. Okay. Uh, Shima said, Dunkin' Refreshers are the perfect way to get a little more out of your day. With more tropical flavors like new mango pineapple and more ways to get glowing. Available with green tea, coconut milk, or lemonade. You've got what you need to make the most out of every moment. Even the ones spent stuck in traffic. <sighs> what a beautiful day. Sip into all your favorite Dunkin' refreshers, like new mango pineapple. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Additional charges may apply. Playfulness. Very good. I like that, too. I sometimes take myself so seriously and, and my life so seriously, I forget how to play and have fun. Mm-hmm. Um... Leela said love, and I don't know if that's self-love. It's love with you uh, and your kids, love with the world. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that means you need more. I don't know if that means that you just continue with what you do. 
She just said love. She just said love. It talks about the process of showing people mm-hmm. where the love is in their life. Like your love of your spirit guides is your wealth. Your love of your grandchildren, the love of your husband, the love of your life is is the the love that you share and that's I access you through that and guide you through your process in order to show you how you can access your spiritual wealth in order to turn that into a gift. So okay. when you opened up the conversation you said grandchildren, it's about your love, devotion and dedication to your grandchildren. So right. that is your biggest piece of wealth today. And grandchildren um, grow up nourished whole human beings from the insight of a practice parent, um, better known as a grandparent. So, um, so that that is that that is how I work is accessing people's love. Okay. Okay. So well, that's good. On. Yeah. And then the other yeah. answer I got was going forward. If you continue to go, just move, keep moving forward in the direction you're going, that that it will pay off. And I don't know what that means. That's true. That's really true. So I'm working a lot of hours and working a lot of different projects. I have an interesting that says um, if I do this hard work between now and uh-huh. October that it pays off. It lasts me for many years. So okay. that's true. That's very true. Okay. So now I'm going to tell you thank you very much for allowing your guides to come forward and help my guides. And then uh-huh. um, and and I want to convey a thank you to you for allowing yourself to do the process. But this is your beginning tool. And you'll find that there's other crystals and geodes and settings that make it easier for you to work. All psychics love, all psychics and intuitives love working near the water. You take and cast your emotions out to the person in front of you and then those emotions that come back are the emotions that you use for your reading. Working near the water, yeah, makes mm-hmm. it easier. That's why psychics like working in the full moon at the water because you take and you put your emotions, you put your emotions out, your emotional body actually extends itself to the person, feels their emotional body and takes that information back. Well, it's by far less work if you're on the water during a full moon than it would under any other setting. It's less work. So it's easier. It's easier. But you have your ability, but you have not taken yourself through the structure and the discipline and the time to structure yourself in order to take and uh, to take and do this for other people. So the primary so thing is I have a question. Ahead. So you you had uh, opened yourself up to allow your spirit guide to communicate with mine. Yeah. And now, in order to do that, when you're working with somebody, do you have to ask their permission? Say, I would like my spirit guides to be able to work with yours, and would you yeah. give them permission? That's something yeah. that is that how you would do that? I was just going to say that, so you kind of like, that was my next line. So you ask the person, you know, I'd like to, um, my spirit guides would like permission to work with your spirit guides. Is that okay? Uh-huh. Now, I understood all of that in advance, so it was it was easy. And, and for you, right. if you, if you, Tara, if you close your eyes, you can see my spirit guides around me. I mean, you can actually see them. If you close your eyes, mm-hmm. you can see them, Right. Right. I don't I don't know how people live not knowing them and not knowing their presence. I just don't um I don't know how they live like that. I mean, it's like living without the understanding of what your dream state is con- is conveying to you every day. You're so right. right? Okay. Well, so now and, I- and the, the neat thing is is that everybody has them. It's just yeah. that some people go through their entire life and the, and they don't they don't have that relationship which is is you know a sad thing for the guides and it's sad for the person no 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 it's a great opportunity for you because you show oh, them yeah. how to connect to the process but i mean there's bring... some people that just never will and and you know that no, no, no. that's a, that, i believe that's a, no, no. a a part of a a sadness of a of a life on earth yes but that's something that you can't really if you're going to involve yourself in this work, which is a humanitarian cause, 
being of service mm-hmm. to other people, you can't really concern yourself with that. The people that are ready and the people that are willing right. will arrive and they will ask you for this insight. So right. I'd, I'd like to see what is the deepest message you get at this point for me. Go to your deepest level, work really, really hard, and trust that I'm okay with this and give your deepest message. Okay. You need to stay healthy, be healthy. If you're health, you need to to you need to you need to stay healthy, right. and you need to keep continue working on your health. Okay. That that you yeah it's just you need to continue working on your health. Not that there's anything wrong with your health. You just need to make sure you keep yeah. or continue to work on your health. Right. I understand. I do understand that message. There's a supplement okay. that I take, and I didn't. I didn't take it because I get it from one company, and I didn't sit down and put in my order. It arrived this morning, and. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to take it every single day of my life. It's just I have a series of supplements that I take, and um, I'm not exercising. Or you know, I don't exercise normally, but at least I would walk, and I haven't been mm-hmm. doing that because um, I've been putting in a lot of hours. And um, it's I'm, I'm, it's funny that they tell me that because I am I have been moving furniture nonstop for <laughs> I think about eight weeks, non-stop furniture moving. So um, So there's, okay, (laughs) kick it in. (laughs) I I am, and I always always said that once I got to 60, I would no longer do the staircase. And guess guess what? I've been doing a staircase every single day with with moving furniture. Oh, my. Oh, that's rough. (laughs) So... So they said that, and I'm thinking, yeah, yeah. And everybody who loves me and is friends with me, they know how much I love to do furniture. And I have the best joke in the whole world about it. And I say, everybody loves to move furniture. They just keep that part of themselves in the closet. You know, like we used to say somebody was gay and they were in the closet. So now I have the theory that people are are closeting their um, furniture-moving side of them and um, there, people are telling me, no, absolutely not. But that is definitely um, something I should not be doing. I should not be moving furniture up and down staircases. No, you're going to end up with a pulled back muscles or something. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But it is always fun. Um, Tarot is always fun to move furniture. And I actually get kind of annoyed with somebody who says, you know, they're going to get moved or they're going to clean out a closet and they didn't ask me to come over and help. I think, well, oh, gosh, now, you're you... invited here any time. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, and you didn't ask me to come over and help? Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I just, I just love it. You know what, Tara? Please tell your guys I said thank you for being open and honest. And now the only thing I'm going to tell you is is that you just need practice. And if you're right. smart, you'll keep a journal of the days that you do it, and you'll make your observations, and okay. you'll say, oh, I, I really felt good about this. I felt connected. This was easy. This was hard. You'll keep a journal. And, okay. Uh, and then the other thing I will tell you that as soon as people find out that you can do this for them, there will be no shortage of people to practice on. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I mean, to me, the, the, I mean, the guides are just, you know, they're, they're 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 you're connected to them. You know, they're they're part of you. So why not, you know, why not talk to them and 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 utilize them and and use them? You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Stan and I are big. In fact, you know, it's interesting. Stan is the one that introduced me basically to getting more in touch with my spirit guides. You know, before that, because I was raised in such a a religious Baptist background where, you know, you didn't talk about stuff like that. 
So, you know, it was wonderful. So once I met Stan, you know, he opened some of these things that I'd always thought about and wondered about, but I was kind of always leery of stepping my foot into it. And then once mm-hmm. he did, it's like, oh, this is so wonderful, you know? So, so. that is an, it, it is an interesting, so <clears throat> all religious um, concepts embrace the idea that that humans are born with angels and have angels right. that assist them. And so angels right. is, is not, um, you know, whether you talk to a Muslim or you talk to a devout Christian or, or whatever, the concept mm-hmm. of an angel is an open concept. And you have to really think, and I mean this is not a judgment process, you have to really think when somebody gets dug in that there's only one way and this is the way it is and this is how it works, you really got to kind of wonder, you know, like, you know, why why make a point out of that? If you know that you're right, then you have a lot mm-hmm. of understanding and compassion for other people. You're just like, well, you know. Exactly. I was there once, yeah. So, you yeah. know, you can't judge them when you yourself have been, have been there. So, right. you know, you just move forward. Right, you don't you don't sit in judgment of that process, and you don't you don't try and insist that people understand your information. You really don't because this is this is the right way for you. So exactly. you have to you have to kind of pay attention to that when working with people because you know the person who defends something so carefully and is so rigid that's the person you stay away from. Right, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Right, so exactly. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, and uh, my great grandmother was a Baptist, and I went to Baptist church with her. And uh, you know, uh, I have no, I have no um, bad, bad feelings about it. But it was not a place that was open. It was not open. It was not receptive. It was, it was very rigid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, so. I, I totally understand that. So. so, you're, you are, you are always an included guest. Anytime. Thank you. Thank you for being so brave and sharing your material. Your great wealth. Your great wealth is your health, your children, and your spiritual guidance. Those are your three pieces of your wealth. Please write them down and affirm them. You know, as you go through your day, and um, you know, please let me um, assist you as to how you can further this. Uh, ability and put your time into it and and nurture your your great gift. It's a lovely gift. Thank you. Thank you so much. This was wonderful. Oh, good. Oh, good. You were lovely. You were just lovely. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you, Suzanne. Okay. How, how was I? Yeah. <laughs> Dan, you you were perfect. You were absolutely <laughs> perfect, Dan. You were. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, I thought I was spectacular. Uh, <laughs> Keeping my mouth shut. You're, I kept you're my lovely. Mouth shut the whole time. You did, and your lovely wife. What do you think of her practicing on friends and family until she yeah. gets this absolutely fine tuned? Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, she she has a lot more success with her guy like like Roger than I do. I'm. She's way she's way ahead of me on that, you know. Mm-hmm. She just has it naturally. I don't have a spirit guide that I see and can talk to, and I see coming towards me stuff that she does, and she doesn't think anything about it. So she's she's way ahead of me, totally. Right. But but that is her area of intuition and her own area of psychic development. That's specific to her. It is extremely rare, by the way, and generally what yeah. I suggest for people. I really love Shakti Guan's material for this particular creative visualization, but the best one that worked for me was when I asked to be shown the first time my first guide came to me, and then I met each one of my guides, one, two, and three. And then an interesting thing happened. I was given in a dream that I no longer needed three. I only needed two, and one of them left. And I remember the the feeling of sadness that I went through for a long period of time. But to get in touch with my guides, the best way was to ask to be shown, either through a dream state or a visualization, to be shown the first time that my spirit guides had shown up in this lifetime. Yeah. Wow. So, so this is interesting. 
for this was a few years ago, Stan and I were wondering, you know, what is our totem? So what is our animal totem? We're trying to figure it out. What is my animal totem? What is Stan's animal totem? Mm-hmm. And kept looking, and I just couldn't figure it out. Well, one night I had a very vivid dream. I can remember it so well. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing in a dark forest, and I'm alone. And all of a sudden, something runs between my legs, and I look down, and I go, oh, my, what and I kind of say it out loud, but what I'm thinking is to myself. And I say, oh, my, is, is, was that a fox? And all of a sudden mm-hmm. I hear this voice, and I look up, and there is an Indian right in front of me, and he's looking down at me, and he goes, yes, that is a fox, and that is your spirit guide. And all of a sudden, wow. boom, that was it. And it's like, so ever since then, I've known that a fox is, my, is actually my, uh, my totem. Hmm. Very good. Stan, what is yours? Well, I just have a feeling that it's probably a buffalo. And I haven't seen, I I haven't had a manifestation like Tara did, but Mm -hmm. I am drawn to to, uh, to buffalo and to bear. Like I have bear claw squash blossoms, bear claw Mm -hmm. rings, bear claw necklaces. Uh, and and I've just got an affinity towards having that. You know, I have a lot of Indian jewelry. I've got, you know, maybe 25 turquoise uh, bracelets and probably that many rings and squash blossoms. And and they're all pretty much, uh, the majority of them uh, have a bear claw in them, which mm-hmm. is interesting because that's against a lot of have. It's against a lot of sell. Yeah, uh, and right. in some states, against a lot of have, period. Yeah. But right. I've always felt that that affinity to bear and to buffalo. Yeah. Right. So, Very anyhow, good. Yeah. That's good enough for me. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good conversation. It really is. Well, thank you so much, the two of you. Catherine is going to come on and do the astrology report now. She's going to talk about Gemini for us. Oh, cool. That's what I yeah, am. That's the oh, yeah. Listen. Then stay and listen, but we're going to bring Catherine on. You'll okay, like great. it. Okay? Okay. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi, Hi there. Hannah. How are you, sweetheart? I'm good. How are you? You're really good. Um, Tara told me I had to um, stop moving furniture. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. I'd furniture that. moving. Furniture <laughs> moving. Everybody wants to do furniture moving. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, <clears throat> okay, let's talk about Gemini. So we started Gemini season yesterday, mm-hmm. and we have our new moon um, happening in Gemini tomorrow. Wow, okay, perfect. So, yeah, so, and I didn't really know much about the mythology of Gemini, um, oh, but wow. it's, it's the twins, right, and they're actually... Right. Um, they're born as twins, but they're, the myth is that their mother is Leda, and she was impregnated by her husband, Tyndarius, who was the king of Sparta, and then she was also impregnated by Zeus. So Castor is the mortal son of the king of Sparta, and Pollux mm-hmm. is the divine son of Zeus. So one is a mortal, and one is human. Yeah. And don't you, don't you per- love how... Don't you love how astrology tells us a story about the human condition? People think these problems are unique, but these problems have been with our um, human consciousness since time began. Yeah, and I I didn't know. Um, well, I like mythology and all that stuff. For I mean, for that reason, right? You can always kind of go back to it and relate to it, and even even though it's ancient, right? Um, right. But I didn't know that they were the, the brothers of Helen, Helen of Troy, the famous Iliad and Odyssey uh, poems written by Homer. So um, I didn't know that piece. So that was kind of interesting to learn. Um, so, so as I said, the twins are both mortal and immortal. And so 
it's their job to kind of merge the wisdom of the earth and the wisdom of the heavens in order to provide us with a full understanding of life. Right. So um, we have, so talking about Gemini a little bit, they're, I mean, you and I always kind of have the joke, as long as people understand that when you're dealing with a Gemini, you're dealing with two people mm-hmm. in one person, then, mm-hmm. then you're fine. Geminis are, you know, as long as you understand that about them, you can appreciate them. Uh-huh. Right. So, um, yeah, and I think it's, it's, I mean, they're communicators, right? They're, they're supposed to be logical and have this, they're ruled by the planet of, of communication. They're ruled by Mercury. So they're supposed to be these great communicators, but then they kind of, um, you know, to be understood in their communication, they have this duality, right, that they're trying to convey which is probably hard for people to understand sometimes. So that's an interesting thing because I think that it is a story that we are told that there are a set of twins, but I don't actually believe that they are twins. I believe that it is an individual who has an extreme awareness of both sides of themselves, and the Gemini quest is to make sense of the physical reality while being connected to the heaven. And so they get caught in a mirroring process. They are mirroring something back to a person all the time. And Geminis often have a a, a sense of anxiety about being out in the world. And that's because they have to be careful who they put around them because they simply take and reflect back to the person who they really are. And a lot of people are not aware of who they are and much less don't really want to know it. And so this is the problem for Geminis. This is my observation of them. Yeah, I mean, the mythology kind of speaks to that, right? There's not a firm story. There's mixed stories of whether, um, I mean, I think that lends to your theory if you really go look at the mythology in deeper. So um, that's kind of interesting that you pulled that. But um, so let's talk about what we're supposed to do kind of during this new moon and during this Gemini season because we are amidst, uh, four retrogrades right now, and mm-hmm. we're going to go into our fifth retrograde on June 18th. Oh, so, <laughs> so a quick, so quick recap: we have Venus retrograde in Gemini from May 13th to June 25th. Mm-hmm. We have Saturn retrograde, uh, which moves from Aquarius into Capricorn from May 10th to September 28th. Mm-hmm. We have Jupiter retrograde also in Capricorn from May 10th to September 13th, and then we have Pluto retrograde in Capricorn uh, from April 25th to October 4th, and then, as I said, our Mercury goes retrograde in Cancer on the 18th of June to the 12th of July, so that one's a short one. So, So with all this kind of, you know, retrograde energy, we want to kind of be aware of our communication, especially when we're in Mercury retrograde, um, we want to be adaptable. It's kind of a time to make time for our friends. Um, they say it's a time to work with your hands, which I think are forms of, you know, of communicating with the tangible and then talking through our feelings. So, um yeah, just communication, being aware of maybe miscommunications that are going to happen, right? Well, I think the miscommunication is really a process of somebody who's, you know, I mean, we find ourselves in our head and we're not listening to what the other person is saying. And most of the time you can listen to about 10% of the communication and life will function okay. But when it goes into retrograde, that piece is missing. And if you're not listening, you're not paying attention, you're not present, you're not connected, you're going to miss the whole thing. And it's really a problem. Yeah. So what is your, so my, um, you know, kind of awareness of that is kind of 
just keeping, like having this balancing act of being grounded and listening, but also kind of keeping an open heart and an open, just an openness to communication that we can receive from, um, you know, the universe or a spiritual source. What's your kind of advice for that, uh, you know, during this season? I think that people need to take and, you know, do that um, process that sounds repetitive and say, you know, this is what I heard you say. And if the person doesn't say anything back to you, you go, what did you hear me say? So that's the thing I always have to remember to do. I have to say, okay, I just told you this. What did you hear me say? And then the person says it back to me, and I'm like, I didn't say that. So, um, and, and like you so Active out, listening. Active listening. So the other thing you point out to me is is that when I talk to people, I'm constantly emanating my mental pictures to the person. Now, if a person is conscious and receptive, they get the communication. It isn't necessarily something that they really understand logically, but they're like, oh, I know what she's talking about. I know what she means. But if you're not that person and you're not receptive and you're not um, comfortable with that process, my communication could seem quite fragmented and quite difficult. You're the one who really made me aware of that. I've always done that, but you're the one who's brought it to my attention that my sentences are often not complete and my ideas are not completely formulated, but that's because I'm in my head thinking and emanating that information to people, and that's how I communicate. And it works, but it doesn't work for everyone. Yeah, and that's obviously the interesting thing about being your daughter, right, is I can process that information a little slower and be more interactive with you, but it is engaging in that active listening. Because sometimes you say something and I'll get the image, but I have to double-check that that's, you know, what you mean to say or what you're conveying. And and I don't think that that's necessarily unique. I mean, the way you do it is unique to you, but I think we all have our unique styles of communication. And, you know, um, uh, I listen to Dr. Drew's podcast a lot, and he always talks about um, he's a great advocate for mental health and stuff like that, and he says you have to meet people where they are, right? right. So, so meeting someone where they are at in that moment and just engaging in their own communication style, being aware that it's different from yours, and, um, you know, just kind of, Going, that's the process of us having human connection and relationships, right, is um, just acknowledging our differences and appreciating them. So, so we have this aspect coming that has begun. What's the great gift of, um, what's the great gift of Gemini? What is Gemini's gift to us? I mean, there's a lot of story in there. There's a lot of... Um, information, but what is the gift? So it's supposed to be the gift of having um, that merged wisdom, Hmm. right, of divine and mortal. Hmm. So having that spiritual wisdom that connects to our, you know, human interactive day-to-day wisdom. So being able to... um, communicate here on a, you know, earthly plane, but you're able to kind of acknowledge that wisdom that you get from a spiritual plane and translate it, right? So so listening, like you, you just had a whole thing with Tara on listening to your spirit guide. So it is kind of a time to sit and reflect on the messages that you're getting um, to be able to communicate what you need to with people on earth here. Excellent. Thank you so much. Um, I'm so reliant on your insight and your support in helping me in this project. And as usual, you took the information of astrology and applied it in a lovely, um, tangible, understandable way. And I'm looking forward to next week's update. Have a great day. Thank you. And thank Thank you very much, Catherine. Okay. You are talking. Bye-bye. You're talking with Suzanne Wyman. The deep reading connecting you to your soul. I am the deep psychic. Have a great day. Enjoy the day. Enjoy the learning process and connect to your soul at the deepest level possible. Blessings. Bye-bye. Don't want the fun to end? 
grab more refreshments, then head over to Goldilocks Productions' YouTube channel. With over 950 archive shows, the fun doesn't have to end. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.